Welcome to CDM Media's Executive Insights. I'm your host, J.D. Miller, Vice President at CDM Media. We have a great show for you today. Joining us is Greg Erickson, CIO for Isiller, along with overseeing global technology strategy, governance, and finance. The world's leading optics company, Isiller designs, manufactures, and markets a wide range of lenses to improve and protect eyesight. Its mission is to improve lives by improving sight. Greg is a past CIO of the Year recipient, winning in the global category, which includes multinational companies with over $1.5 billion in annual revenue. When we return, Greg Erickson. Thanks for joining us, Greg. Thank you for having me. So a lot to cover today, but I I first have to throw out there, how do you define digital transformation in this COVID-19 era we're in? Well, I think it uh, actually is the the epitome of digital, right? Because we're all working from home remotely and, uh, you know, so projects continue to to execute and operate. Your name continues to be tagged and associated with innovation. What does it take for a CIO nowadays to lead innovation within a corporation, let alone influence the board to champion it? That's a bit of a loaded question because there's a lot that can be done. But right now, what do you see? What does it take? Well, I think in many ways, it's just looking for opportunities where technology and you know, digitally enabled technology can be able to help drive new opportunities within the business deliver new insights in, into the organization, open up new channels of revenue for the organization. Uh, just right now, we have um, you know, several um, ECP uh, organizations that are reaching out to us uh, to understand how quickly they can put, up to, uh, put together a storefront uh, so that they can continue to provide a shopping experience for people that can't get out from the COV-19. So, you know, it's, it's an industry where we continue to innovate and look at ways of delighting the, the uh, consumer, even in uh, as, as difficult times as what we face right now. How do you influence the board in these times, too, when, you know, you're working remotely, you've, you've got a lot of innovation you have to push forward? Um, how, do you, how do you accomplish that? Well, uh, we, we uh, ever since, uh, you know, for about three weeks now, uh, from a board perspective, we do a daily flash. So every every morning at eight thirty in the morning, we're staying connected. We're talking about what's going on with the uh, with our business, how we can, uh, uh, you know, what moves do we need to do to protect our employees and to be able to help, uh, you know, follow that. We're uh, getting updates frequently on laws that are being passed and how that impacts our company or how we can. Uh, leverage those uh, those those uh, laws to be able to help our business, our our customers' business, and be able to to continue to serve the consumer. So so I think that uh, the way that we're coping with things is uh, just daily. We're staying connected uh, for sure. How do you see companies right now as they're trying to find new ways to bring revenue in? How do they tie? technology and innovation to revenue, that straight line to dollars that may be more important now than ever before. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's, exactly, it's exactly right in terms of uh, innovation, but, but quite frankly, what it is, is, you know, a lot of businesses are, are, are reeling right now, you know, uh, your typical businesses are, are contracting. Now, I, 
I see it as, uh, you know, as hard as it may be, it, it's going to be for a period of time. You know, we're, we're a robust country. We're, we're a robust business at Escalor. Uh, and, uh, and so we will marshal through this. But I, I think in terms of, you know, our first, our first and foremost uh, priority for us is making sure that our employees uh, are safe and, and taken care of and that they, uh, those that are continued to work have a very safe environment to be able to work in. Uh, uh, secondly, we want to make sure that we continue to take care of our customers and consumers that have, you know, real eye care needs during this period. Um, and then, and then probably thirdly then is, is, is how do we conduct business in the new norm and what are some things that we can do to help unlock uh, opportunities for our customers. Now, a lot of times you don't see, you know, the client service and technology working together, but really right now, that's of the essence, don't you think, for technologists to empower client service groups to, to shape and grow? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And, and I think we're fortunate we made some of these investments uh, a few years ago. We had, um, you know, many people of our organization already had laptops, so they're able to just immediately go virtual. Uh, we doubled up uh, very quickly our ability to handle virtual connections. Uh, we totally uh, empowered our customer service to be uh, to have uh, communications capability that's all internet-based, uh, and so they've shifted to be home-based uh, representatives. And so I think that uh, you know, in some ways, you know, uh, we've we prepared quite well, and we've been able to transition directly into a virtual workforce to continue to support our customers. And we'll continue to look for opportunities to be able to, to do that. How much more has assessing risk within IT departments become part of your daily job now? Uh, it's, yeah, no, it's uh, definitely, I mean, as a CIO, you know, you've, you've got so many different uh, avenues that you, you've got to be looking at. You have to be looking at how you can continue to take out cost. You have to look at how you can innovate on the business. But you know, more importantly, you have to look at how you're going to protect the business. And, and uh, we have a very, very strong um, risk and security program. Uh, we're on the throes of completing high trust certification, which is one of the highest uh, compliance achievements that you can as an IT organization. And so we keep an active risk register. So we're constantly stratifying uh, criticality, or I mean, uh, impact versus likelihood on any risk that we come across. We've got a very strong cyber insurance uh, program, uh, and we just continue to just drive compliance. Uh, and as such, uh, it helps protect the organization. But what we're seeing now is that more and more organizations are getting cyber attacked in this in this kind of critical time, critical juncture that we're having, and and uh, it's it's quite a difficult uh, to to be able to see that. With many areas of our country in the you know work from home for the foreseeable future, you know that that endpoint keeps getting pushed farther and farther. What challenges does that produce for IT leaders within the organization? Not only just risk, but just maintaining business. Yeah, that, I mean that's a really really good point because now you've got many more people that are working on a day to day basis remotely. Uh, what I can say is that we uh, we've established a, a hybrid organization, so. Many of our uh, associates and leaders uh, don't need to necessarily VPN into our environment. They can get access to, um, to their services uh, via the internet. Uh, for those that, uh, that do do VPN, we've added an additional layer uh, of security. And again, risk and security is all about layers. So one cannot connect in without 
making sure that they have the latest uh, antivirus, malware, um, et cetera, uh, to connect into our environment. And so we've, we've taken some moves since we have such a larger uh, workforce that's out there and we're starting to see the, uh, it's just amazing when I talk to my risk and security leader, our CISO, about the amount of, uh, you know, phishing campaigns that have elevated and escalated against uh, our employees. It's just, it's, it's amazing. What's some positive you have seen coming from your organization or other technologists um, that can be taken away from this experience? Well, I think in the uh, in the day-to-day tyranny of the urgent, uh, we all have, you know, things that we've got to get done, uh, our objectives, uh, things that we're doing for our customers. I, I think that the uh, one of the really interesting things that I've seen is, is as a, as a senior leadership team, we've really come together quite quite uh, uh, cohesively to be able to address some of these challenges that are really unprecedented uh, in at least in my lifetime. Um, and um, so that I think has been a real positive is, is to to see you know uh, your set of uh, colleagues that are you know uh, not only your colleagues but 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 friends, and you know. You see a side of everybody that is just incredible uh, in terms of passion for the employees, passion for the customers, uh, making sure that we're we're trying to take care of of all aspects to to the community, to our shareholders, and and to our to our employees. Let, let, let's shift to innovation, right? Uh, like I said, it, it's tagged to your name. Anywhere you look your name up, it, it's innovation that that uh, follows you. When it, when we're talking about innovating a company, what type of advice would you give to CIOs, tech leaders that may be in the back office to get to the forefront, whether it's a commercial value, referral service, how, how do they get that seat at the table? I think that there's there's multiple things that I think about when I when I look at an organization that I've come into. So, so number one, uh, I would say one important thing that I established is, is um, uh, setting a digital digital innovation center, and so it can be one person, it can be two people, it can be a team of of six. Uh, but it's important that they they have they are empowered to be able to engage with uh, with uh, the the broad range of of, of uh, business leaders uh, that they don't, uh, um, if you will, adhere to or uh, follow you know your traditional methods within the IT department. They're, they're free to be able to be the tip of the spear to go out after things, uh, and they have to have a very high skill level. I think the second uh, part is is to to adopt uh, what I would say commercial uh, software development roles and skills within a traditional IT organization. So it's going after a product manager so that you can start looking at software as a as a uh, as a roadmap versus a project. Um, and, and start to change that mindset around uh, how we look at things, uh, doing things like uh, rapid implementations, uh, r- rapid prototyping, uh, working in an agile uh, environment, uh, and uh, fail fast early is, is something a lot of people talk about. I think it's also preparing your staff to be able to engage and work innovatively. So there's a methodology called Achieve Breakthrough, which helps your organization shift from being, um, if you will, um, conventional thinkers to breakthrough thinkers. And I think that that's, uh, and, and there's several other components as well that I'd be happy to share at a, at a later time. But those are, those are kind of the main things. Digital Innovation Center, um, making sure everybody's achieving breakthrough and, and, and having their mind frame in a, in, a, in a great place, and then adopting a commercial 
uh, skills within your organization to help that transform transformation happen. And I think great, great things can, can happen from that. And they have at Essilor. I think that a lot of people will, will, you know, especially if you're working in an agile framework, you know, that, that uh, fail fast and fail early um, is something you, you've, you've got to embrace, right? Yeah. It's easy to embrace it within your department, but to get uh, everyone across your organization to understand that that's going to happen and it's okay. Uh, is a bit of a challenge at times, especially, you know, some organizations that may not have that digital innovation center. Um, you know, how do they get that going? Well, I think uh, rapid prototyping is one area. I, I always, I always uh, look at IT as, a, as, a, as someone that sits on the senior leadership team. You have visibility of the entire organization and you have visibility of where those opportunities are. If you can take and you can prototype an idea into a solution, immediately it engages your colleagues and their teams to be able to say, yes, that's exactly what I've been looking for, or it's, no, not quite, quite exactly, but here's what I'm thinking. So it immediately opens up the door for ideation and innovation. So I would say rapid prototyping is, is really a phenomenal tool to be able to bring ideas to the table and, and, and really demonstrate having skin in the game in terms of growing the organization. Looking back, I'm going to take you back now, your former self, years ago, what advice would you have given younger Greg as you're looking to, to build innovation for the first time? Um, you know, looking, looking back, um, you know, I don't know if I do anything. You know, I've always had a personality of just stepping into the unknown, stepping into uh, the impossible and, uh, and, and, and breaking through different cultures. And so... It's just been something that is just a, a part of my DNA and my fiber uh, that has uh, helped serve me really, really well in terms of my, my growth, my career, challenges, uh, adversity, and, and how we work through that. So um, looking back, I don't know that I do anything different. Uh, I probably have you know, spent different times in different industries, which you know, it would have been nice to maybe be a little deeper in one industry, but I think that looking at different industries you're able to bring different perspectives to the industry that you're within. Um, and so even in that perspective, um, I, 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 I don't know that I would relook or revisit. Thank you so much for, for coming on today and, and giving us a, a glimpse inside uh, your, your workflow, your, your mindset as you're trying to push your department ahead. I think we all can learn a lot from that. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thanks, JD. Thank, uh, thanks very much to CDM and, and um, I hope everybody is safe out there and uh, continues to push the business forward. A big thank you to Greg for joining us today. If you'd like to sponsor CDM Media's Executive Insights, email our team at marketing at cdmmedia.com. And be sure to visit cdmmedia.com and find out more about our digital events and how we can accelerate your business today. Be sure to tune in next week for more Executive Insights.